Blog Talk Radio. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Cut Commandments. One. Barbers can't tell me nothing about these cuts. Tell me nothing about these fades, these seasons, these mohawks, these tapers. Just for my barbers in the shop, man. I ain't forget about y'all. Uh huh. The ones that stand up all day. Feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I've been cutting these heads for years. They made me a master. There's rules to the shit to get money faster. A cut by cut booklet for you to get your game on track. Not your lines push back. Rule number uno. Always let walk-ins know how much dough they owe. Cause you know, the cheddar breed jealousy. Especially if your tip game sucks. Now my price went up. Number two, let them know depend on you. Don't you know that barbers move with scissors and razors? Take it from Zomega, uh-huh. I done made mad chips with these clips, getting tips and shit. Number three, you can't cut everybody. Your boss will set your ass up for acting stuck up, not letting barbers cut. Nigga, what the fuck? They be waiting around the corner to stick your ass up. Number four, I know you heard this before. If I could get mine, get your own supplies. Number five, never sell no drugs where you cut at. I don't care if they want an ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You think you're paying me later for cuts now, forget it. Number seven, this rule is so underrated. If your client's in my chair, don't be acting agitated. The fighting over cuts don't mix like Beijing and curl kits. Find yourself a serious shit. Number eight, always keep your blades on you. Them cops can't do a thing if your license true. Number nine should have been number one to me. If you can't do the cuts, then the walk is to me. Cause if they see a Zeke and they ain't fucking weekend, they be acting Puerto Rican. Blood is start leaking. Number ten, a strong term called boofering. Strictly for license, not apprentice. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no. Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell, snow. Follow these rules, you have mad heads to tape up. If not, 24 cuts on the shape up. Son, took your clip up, watch your tools break up. Can't fix the pencil makeup. Back to class, you can't do a decent shape up. You ain't past your state for gotta make up. Heard you cut a nigga ear on a fucking tape up. Gotta go, gotta go, more shots to open up. Levels. Thank you. So, um, this week, excuse me, 
talking about work ethics. We're talking about how hard you work in, in the shop, in the barbershop, and how that is how that affects your business. How hard you work and the results of your business, they go hand in hand. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to see, you know, see what barbers we get on here and see what response we get to that one. See what, but the work ethics in the shop, so, you know, we're going to see. Y'all, welcome again. Y'all know in Barber's Own Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me give me some water real quick. Hold on. Oh, excuse me. Barber's Own Radio right here. Barber'sOwnRadio.com. We're here every Monday, 10 p.m. Tell your friends, tell your colleagues, everybody in the shop, tell them, hey, this is the voice of the, this is the, voice of the barber game. We like to talk about, you know, what, about in the shop. You know, what I see on the Internet, um, going back to some previous shows that we've done, that we've got some real nice responses on. So um, for all you old listeners, you want that's been been with us for a while, for the past uh, about four or five years now, you might hear some topics that, you know, we talked about previously. But we're going to bring them back up, man, because we got a lot of lot of new listeners and a lot of new fans that haven't um, – that weren't able to partake in the shows back then. So now they know we're going to give them an opportunity to uh, voice their opinions, and we're going to go from there, y'all. This show is for is, is for y'all. This show is for the industry. This show is for everybody standing behind a chair every day, making people feel and look good with them clippers. So that's what it's for. It's for us, for us to talk about what's going on in, in our lives. So that's why we're here. Number three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. Um call in to that number, press one, let me know you want to tap into the topic. Appreciate you guys listening straight on the internet at um at blogtalkradio dot com slash barberzone, whether you went that way, whether you went to barberzoneradio.com, dot com, or whether you went through the links on the Barberzone uh Barberzone org website or even the Chavez Moment website. Um appreciate you guys, appreciate the love. Um, stay with us. Make sure you jump on the website, become a um become a friend of the show. You know, and follow us. Hey, we appreciate it. Check us out on you know, on the Facebook. Got got the Twitter account. Uh go work on the work on the Instagram one and you know, we're gonna go from there. Just just try to bring some stuff to the people, y'all. We we appreciate the love. So um let me see here. I'm trying to send some stuff out. You know, do do them social media blasts while we're doing the show. So, um, give me a second here. We're trying to get some more. I had a few individuals that I spoke to directly that were going to be on the show. So I'm trying to hit them and you know, let them know that we are on the show right now. So let me see. On air live now. So you know, a lot of people hit me up, y'all, and and they say, "Oh, ten o'clock." You know, uh, I'm forgetting we got a lot of individuals that you know that are not only here on the on this east side or, or on this Eastern Standard Time. So a lot of people on the um, in the West Coast and in the middle of the country, you know, they they miss the show because they're off by an hour. So apologize, y'all, and, and I try to convey it as best as I can that we're at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So you guys out there in Cali, y'all got to jump on. What is it, seven o'clock? You know. Yeah, appreciate y'all. I know y'all might be in the shop, but uh, see if we can get y'all on here. 
Yo, we're going to be talking about work ethics in the shop and the lack of it and how it affects business. So um, let's see here. Still sitting out some more. So we're going to take a couple minutes here. Let's see. That's why I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on getting a show produced. I've been talk, talking with my man Dave. We got to get the scheduling together so we can sit down and put some stuff together. I'm have this man run the switchboard while I run my mouth. So, uh, but for right now, I got to do it myself, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to do everything at, at, at one time and give out the best product to you guys. So hold on, let's see here. One or two more, and, and we don't go along. So, uh, but we also, you know, we also got some partners on TV, so we got a lot going on right now. But we're gonna make it happen. Um, work ethics in the shop, the lack of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of individuals that I see that that want that want things, but they don't really want to work for it. You know, they want to they they want their chair to be full, but they don't want to they don't want to put in the work for the chair to get full. So we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit. But let me see, I got a couple more to send out. Then we're gonna go into getting this uh getting this show started. We can we can run our miles as long as we want. We can get on this this thing and talk forever. So uh, all right, let's get it moving. All right, y'all. Um. As I said, be sure to check us out on um, you know Facebook, Twitter. Check out the official uh, uh, Barberzone Barberzone website, which is barberzone.org, and even uh, my personal page, shabazzmoment.com. I uh, appreciate the love, but yeah, let's get into this. Um, first of all, you know, what, know what we gotta do. We gotta take this time to uh, give a little shout out, give a thanks for everything that's going on. Uh, thank you, Father, for another day. Thank you, Father, for for blessing us with life. Because you don't, you didn't have to do that, Father, and and we just say thank you. We come into you the best way we know how. Sometimes it might not be the right way, but it's the best way we know how at that time. So we just say thank you for your listening ear and your open heart that you can be our comforter, our guider, our leader, the person we can turn to when we don't have anybody else to turn to. So as we go on, Father, be the have us be the people that we need to be. That when we're in our barber shops and we're in our salons and we're in our offices, that we are example of you. That we don't let the things that go on during the day affect our lives in a negative way. And don't let the devil have a victory. So we just thank you as we go on. We may not always be in the best mind, best situation. Father, be our comfort. And we go on that we know everything will be better and that you're not going to give us anything that we can't have for this show, just in the Barber's own show, that it may be used as a vehicle to uplift somebody, to make somebody's career better. Father, as we go on, we just give you all the praise and all the glory, and we say thank you. Amen. All right, y'all, let's get into it right here on Blog Talk Radio. You're in, in the Barber Zone with your man, Shavez Moment, 347-637-3850. We're talking about work ethics in the barbershop. Let's see. Hold on. Work ethics 
I mean, that, that means working hard. That means your attitude towards work, not just your attitude for something that's given to you. That, that means work, putting in time, putting in effort to do some positive results. That means going to the shop early. That means staying late. That means doing the things that everybody else doesn't do. That means passing out flyers. That means passing out business cards. That means sweeping, working, work ethics. What is your attitude towards work? I mean, I come from a background where, I mean, work is what you did. If you didn't work, well, if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't sow, you don't reap. Yeah. We got bloggers out here. I see them on 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 social media, and they want to be the best barber, and they want to have all the clientele and everything, but they don't want to do the things that's necessary for that to happen. You know, it's a lot of barbers out here like myself that have been cutting hair for a long time. I've had my license almost 15 years, and there's a lot of things that I've, that I've had to do. There's a lot of flyers I've had to pass out, a lot of contacts that I have to make. Yo, it's not easy. You have to work for this. For your chair to be filled every day, you have to do the work for that to happen. You have you have to put in you have to put in the time. No, it's not just it's not gonna happen overnight. That's what they don't teach you in barber school. That, that That's why we talk so much about barber business. It's not just going to happen overnight. You know, nobody knows that you're in the barbershop. You have to work harder than the average person. Y'all, y'all realize we're our own businesses. We, 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 don't, we don't have advertising budgets and, and corporate people behind us promoting us. We're our own individual businesses. Even though you're in somebody else's barbershop, you're your own individual business. And how hard are you going to work? What are you going to do for someone to leave another side of town to pass so many barbershops to come to the barbershop that you're at to sit in your chair? They walk past the other barbers in the shop to sit in your chair. What type of work, what type of footprint have you set for individuals to come to your chair? What type of worker are you? Are you there early? Are you there helping out? You know, if the toilet, if, if the toilet paper is empty, are you going to fill that up? There's hair on the floor. You know, you, you may be in between haircuts. And, you know, it's hair on the floor because the shop is busy. Are you going to help? Are you going to sweep that hair up? What type of worker are you? That's what we're talking about. How hard do you work in the barbershop? For how least or how little do you work in the barbershop? And how does that affect your business? Because, y'all, y'all realize the clients see it. They may not say it. They may not say it to you. But the clients see it. They're gonna say it they're gonna say it to their friends. 
They might even say something about you on Facebook. They're gonna they're gonna say something to the owner, because y'all I know as being as, as being an owner, I get calls, I get email, I get texts about things that barbers do in the shop that's not professional, that's 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 not conducive to a barber shop. And then I see it also. So how hard are you working? People out here talking about I'm on my grind, I'm on my grind. What does that mean? So I can talk all day. I see we got the switchboard lit up, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, you're right here in the barber zone with your man Chavez moment. We're talking about work ethics and the lack of it in the barbershop. Y'all, the number is 347-637-3850. Press 1 to let me know you want to tap into this topic. I see we got a few individuals here. Uh, we got some individuals right here checking in from the 614. I see y'all. I'm going to get to y'all. Uh, we got a six, a six, seven, eight. We got a eight, six, four. We got some four, four, threes. Y'all, I'm appreciating the love. We're gonna get to y'all here in a second. Y'all talking about work ethics and the lack of it, and how does that affect your work? Y'all, 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 call somebody in y'all shop. Tell them to get on the show. We talking about working hard. You know, I'm 45 years old. I come from a generation where you had to be up early. It wasn't sitting in the bed and, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You up 6 o'clock, right when the sun come up. So nothing to be talking, y'all. I want to get to y'all. Yo, we got a caller right here from the 614. First three numbers is 554. You're in the barber zone with your man, Chavez. Who we got on the line with us tonight? Hey, what's up, Chavez? It's Tony Lowry, man, from Old School Barbershop, 1500 South. What's going on, good brother? What's going on, man? Watching the game here and just having to look down at my phone. like, that's right. Let me chime in on this tonight. <laughs> okay, hey, I appreciate you, bro. Because hey, I'm doing the same thing, man. I'm a Cardinals fan, and I'm trying to flip back and forth to the Monday Night Football, and we're doing this show. So, hey, man, I appreciate you, Tom. Everybody else that's checking out the show, man, give me an hour, and you know, hopefully it'll help somebody else's career, and maybe even yours. So, so well, you talk well, about you it, know, man. Talk about this work ethic, brother. Man, it's a very important topic, man. That should actually be discussed in barber college, which isn't, um, because you know the barbers I've had come through the shop, man. Um, I don't quite understand. Uh, what their mentality is. Uh, you know, I, 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 I try to maintain, and I, I don't try, I do maintain a shop standard. And if you're an owner out there and you don't have a shop standard, I strongly suggest that you develop one, put one in place, because, man, it, it, it should be used like a Bible. You know, you have to live by it. Because that's only mm-hmm. going to help other barbers become better barbers. Because these guys are coming in the shop thinking that, you know, the money is going to come easy. And if it doesn't, then they want to abandon ship. And <laughs> and, and this is a business. It's not like that, guys. This is a business. This isn't a hustle. It's a business. So, therefore, exactly. you have to build 
you have to build. You, you and, and in order to build, you have to have some morals, some values, and some standards intact to do so, to make your clientele want to drive from somewhere else just to come see you. And like Chavez, I have several individuals that, I mean, I have people coming from Dayton, Cleveland, moved out of town, you know, and, they, and they'll come back, man. And, uh, I mean, that says a lot. That means a lot to me. But I'm going to work, you know. I still have customers, uh, um, my girl, Miss Ann, who, who done followed me from college, Barber College, you know, been with me for what, since 2002. And others. Yeah. From Barber College, that still, you know, some have moved different places. I understand, and I told them, hey, they're more than welcome to come back. And that's because they love my work ethics, they love my standards, and they know what type of guy I am. And so, you know, um, it, it's not, it's not easy money all the time. No, not uh, at it's all. not consistent moving all the all the time. You know. We have our ups and our downs. And so you have to plan for those things, but you have to understand. And this doesn't mean, you know, have a little side hustle, an illegal side hustle on the side. I believe in <laughs> diversification, you know what I'm saying? But I believe yeah. in legal, uh, being diversified exactly. legally, you know what I mean? So I do multiple things, but uh, that doesn't mean put your um, – your livelihood, your family, you know, your clientele in jeopardy by going out doing other things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. And, and I see that, I guess, this is seen to be a part of the culture, and I just can't get with it, you know, um, doing whatever you do on the side. But you ain't going to do it at home. No. Yeah. Because, oh, no, you know, no, no, no. And, 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 yeah. and see, that's what, that's, that's what, you know, a lot of young barbers, find themselves doing or barbers period and, and and we're just talking about working whatever it is we find barbers that say man i'm gonna get me another job yo why would you get another job if you can focus more on the career that you have as a barber instead of instead of trying to put some more time into somebody else's business so i i know you've seen it before where barbers come in they come into the shop at 10 o'clock, then they're going to leave about 4 o'clock because they got to go to their second job. But if they, mm-hmm. put, if, they put, if they put as much time into their business as they did into somebody else's business, Barbara, we have to look at this. When you leave your trade, when you leave your business to go to somebody else's establishment to clock in, you're working at their business. So those eight hours, ten hours that you're that you're working for somebody else's family, you could be devoting to your barber business. Y'all, we have to look at that. This is our business. You could be passing out flyers, sending emails to your clients, building building rapport with the clients that you have. The best way to gain more clients is to treat the clients that you have good so they refer more of their clients, more, I mean, more of their fans. You're right. That's how you build business. It's, it's not all, it's not about the new, it's not about the, the, the people that, you know, the just new, new people. It's about the referral people. Oh, you cut such and such hair. 
You'll be right. more business like that. Barbers, we have to learn. One thing we also have to learn is how to, how to retain clients. That's the most important part. Most important. That's all, Very important. That's, that's all in, in, your, in, in your work ethic and your training and in your attitude towards work. Exactly. So, y'all, y'all in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez, right here on Blog Talk Radio, barberzoneradio.com. Y'all, we in here. We talking about work ethic. We already got my man, Tony, on the line. Hold on, Tony. We got a few more individuals that, that's, that's right here on the – they blowing up my – Blowing up my uh, oh yeah, blowing up my studio here, y'all. Hey, I appreciate y'all. We bring got them in, bring them in. Let me see. We got some more six one four, some five one twos, the eight six fours is checking in. They got three or four of them. So y'all, I appreciate y'all calling in. The number is three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. If you want to tap into this topic, we're talking about work ethics and the lack of it in the barber shop and how does it affect business. Y'all press one and I'm gonna get right with you. Hey, we got a caller calling in from the six seven eight three six seven. Hey, you in the barber zone? Who we got on the line with us? What's up, Chavez? You boy Alex Campbell. What's up, good brother? Welcome to the show this evening, man. Man, I so much appreciate this topic right here, bro. I tell you, <laughs> I go on and on and on about this subject and. I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's, it's from personal experience, and it's also from actually eventually getting into barbering as I start to see, like, okay, you know, I'm, what, what barbers have to understand is it's about the person that you are, okay? Because I'm very consistent and I'm very successful, but I was going to be that regardless of what I did. I just chose to be a barber. But my mm-hmm. work ethic is who I am as a person. So these cats that y'all sitting there talking about, they lay, they don't come in for three, four days. in the same cat that's going to get fired from a regular job. They're going to be the same <laughs> cats that come in late. You know what I'm saying? They're making all these excuses. And what happens is being a barber magnifies it because you're self-employed and you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of I kind of almost fell into that trap when I first started barbering. You know, I'll never forget first time I started barbering. Um, it was a it was a shop, and they they say they open at ten. So, me coming straight out to NFL, coming from corporate America, all that I was used to a schedule, and that's how I ran things in my life, mm-hmm. and I respected that. So I'm, I'm running late. Now, this, this just goes to show you how sometimes we have to look at we are bringing in people a certain way and not treating them and showing them how to do it the right way. We're complaining. See, so what I'm saying is when I called in, I said, hey, man, uh, I know the shop opened at 10, man. I'm running about 15 minutes behind. He was like, what you calling me for? And so I got quiet. I was surprised. I was like, what you mean what I'm calling for? The shop's open at 10. I'm supposed to be there at 10. He said, no, nah, man, you're a barber. You can do what you want to do. I said, huh? Mm-hmm. I said, I said, what does that mean? He said, you're self-employed. You can do what you want to see. I didn't know what self-employed meant. But I almost <laughs> fell into that trap. I almost fell into it now because I was like, okay, well, hey, I can do what I want to do. 
But I'm smart enough to realize me doing what I want to do, going in when I wanted to, my money dropped. I said, okay, something ain't right about this. I love money too much. So what, I need to figure this out. And I started mm-hmm. to go back, go back to the consistency, the discipline, and everything. And one thing I learned from an old school barber, I, I will never forget this. Every barber, I, I promise you, if every barber adapts what I'm getting ready to say, they'll be successful. Your clients move to you. If you okay. don't do right, your clients ain't going to do right, and your money ain't going to be right. Okay. See, when, when we see Walmart say they 24 hours, guess what? We expect Walmart to be open 24 hours. If a barber say he's going to be there, he needs to be there. He needs to be consistent. I, and, I, and the reason I'm telling you is I've applied these scenarios, and I have my clientele touched to a point. If they're running behind, they call me because they know that Alex Campbell's going to be on deck sitting in his chair looking at that door, and he's going to look at me crazy if I'm late. Mm-hmm. All my clients will call me, and that's something that most barbers don't experience because they lack the consistency and the respect of the industry. And I've seen it so many times. That's why I, I got to call and say somebody is right here for it. And that's called relationships. That's mm-hmm. called relationship building. And see, uh, yeah. and a lot of it, a lot of individuals don't do that. They, y'all, y'all don't understand. Barbering is a relationship industry. It's yeah. all about relationships. But this hard work. Like Alex said from the very, very beginning, the hard work is your character. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, what you're doing, that's your character. And everything that brother said is correct. What you do, your clients are going to do. Mm-hmm. If you're there on time, your clients going to be on time. If you if, if you run fifteen thirty minutes late every time, your clients gonna run fifteen thirty minutes late every time. Yo, they are your 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 clients are a reflection of your business mm-hmm. and your work. They all they both go hand in hand. Yo, now I, I, now, I'm I know say, you know hey, some barbers. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, say, I'm, I'm say this, and I'm, I'm going to go because I stepped outside of something just to come over and get on this call, but I'm going to tell you something, man. I appreciate okay. you having this topic right here, bro, and I'm going to tell you, man, you know, this is, to me, one of the realest topics that you've had, and the problem with a lot of these barbers, you know, they, they feel like, oh, well, hair grows, I'm going to make money anyway, I'm going to always be able to make money. But they, when they look at bars who's making a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand, they don't understand how easy it really is if you just handle your business. <laughs> it's really not that hard, man. And they look at us like, wow, I wish I could be like your fans. I wish I could be like Alex Campbell. I wish I could be like Alex Campbell. Come on, man. come on. 
we're not doing nothing spectacular here. We're just showing our character and handling our business. And if you do that, That's it. you can make the money too. You can make the same money, if not more. That's it. That's it. Because now, hey, 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 Alex, what they don't realize now, <coughs> excuse me, now y'all got some examples. We didn't have no examples. And I see my yep. man, I, I, I think this my man Al Millions over here, he know how it go. Y'all, we, we, we didn't have no examples. You know, we, we, we made it ourselves. We knocked our heads and, 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 and we spoke to each other and built relationships like, you know, with with you, the Curtis Smiths and all of those and the, the Kenny Duncans and the Al Millions and and and, and, and all bruh, it's just so many brothers that's doing their thing that when we all come together and and get our thing, now these young barbers have some molds. They have some direction to go to. If you want to do this in the barber game, here, do this. If, if you want, if you want to be a, a, a competitor, you want to win barber battles. Here, follow this person. If you want to brand yourself, follow this person. If you want to be a YouTube sensation, follow this person. They've got so many ways they can go now. That young barbers, y'all have no excuses on why you can't type into this barber game. That's right. That's no, right. You, you have no excuses, man. It is. It is so. It is so many examples, but what it is, but one thing you don't have to do, you don't have to work. You don't have to put that time in. The first thing you got to do is get your education and your barber business together. Get some structure in your business first, because any of these people that have been successful in this barber game, look at these look at these people behind the scenes. Look at these people away from the chair and how hard we work. So yo, Alex, I appreciate you brother stopping in, taking the time. I I I, I know you had to step away, but but I appreciate you man. And and some things you said, man, is is gonna, is gonna make somebody else's career better. Hey, yo, check my man Alex Campbell out on YouTube, man. He got some great stuff for y'all barbers, man. Hey, appreciate you, good brother. Y'all in the barber zone right, with bro. the man Chavez moment right here, man. Live and direct from Barber Zone Radio. The number is three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. Y'all, we talking about work ethic and the lack of it in the barber shop. Y'all, we trying to make some people better. Yo. I got my man, I think this is my man, Al Millions, man, right here, uh, A64247. You're in the barber zone, man. Is this is this my man, Al's right here? What's up, brother? What's going on, good brother, man? I haven't talked to you for a while, man. Welcome to the show, man, and hello to you. Man, I had to, I had to, I, man, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't uh, just listen and not say something to you guys. Uh, you had my buddy on there, Alex on there, and... And and what you said was so important. The the groundwork and the pattern has already been put in place. All these guys gotta do now is just take it and run with it. And yep. and 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 this thing is so easy. I, I done built in the last four years I done built clientele in three different states. Three different states and and from everywhere from three hundred and forty eight clients, two hundred and twenty eight clients. In, in less yeah. than six to seven months in each state. Yeah. So it don't take a long time. It don't take a lot of time. It just takes dedication and you understanding that you need to t- 
tap into what you already have. Sometimes we we spend so much time running after stuff that's that's not even not even uh, on the radar when we have stuff right in front of us. So you, if you're smart, you 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 work on five or ten people that you already have, and you build relationships with them, and you give them good haircuts, and you give them good VIP service, and you tap into who they know, and you can take five, ten people, and build a whole organization of clients without trying to go through all the standing around all day in the mall and standing giving out flyers everywhere. I mean that's that's something you can do. But there's, there's, you have clients in your chair. You have people in your chair that already know what you can do. And they have cousins. They have brothers. They have children. They have friends. They have neighbors. But the problem is you're not talking to them. The problem is you're so busy trying to get that $20 bill that you can't, you can't get a referral. See, And right. so we have to begin to tap into what we already have and begin to work smart, not so hard. See, and, and that's the other thing. When, when I when I went to South Carolina, when I first moved to South Carolina years ago, and I was out there, I, I went to a shop, and all these guys wanted to do was argue about Mike Tyson, argue about this and that. And while they were arguing about Mike Tyson, I was out getting customers. And I was out doing what I had to do because I didn't have time to argue about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was getting paid. So I had to find a way to tap into my money. See, I was I was about my business. And regardless of what happened, cut that came in there, I had to send them out looking like a model. That's what I had to do in order to generate word of mouth. Because the first thing people say when a guy got a nice cut, who cut your hair? Exactly. Where you got that cut at? Now, if you're doing that, if you're doing that, and you're sending out good people, good, good, uh, 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 what I what I call them? They call them the that's that's just the spokesman. You yeah. know, they, they oh, go yeah. out they go out for you. They speak for you. That's your representative. You know, uh, right, representative. Right. He he's out there doing customer relations for you. When you give him a good cut, and then when he when he comes back, you, you show him that you appreciate what he does. You give him an extra service. You give him a a free uh, uh scout treatment or free facial, just to show him that you appreciate what he's doing for you when he goes out. Make sure he has plenty of business cards so when he goes to the club or he goes to church, he can give them out to friends and relatives. Uh, this is your business. You have to treat it like a business. But some of us are so busy treating it like a, like a, uh, you know, a hustle that we don't understand the difference. A hustle is, is, is you just going out and getting, getting some, somebody to come cut your, you, you can cut their hair, and then you don't care what happens to them after you cut it. You don't care exactly. if they get bumped up. You don't care if their hair fall out. You don't care if they drop dead. All you care about is that right now money. So when you exactly. work in a business, you care about that client. You care about any breakout. You care about any pro- any problems he may have because you want that client to know that you care. That's how you lock exactly. them in. And once you lock them in, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And that's the problem. We don't lock customers in. We just cut their hair, and they're still running around looking for another barber. But if we lock a, exactly. we lock a customer in, when he got that chair, all he want to do is see you. And that's the it's main called, thing we've got to do. Take care of what we already have. Customer retention. 
See, that's and, it, buddy. And, and that's and, and that's the stuff that's the stuff we don't learn is is the business part of of, of barbering. That right there is called customer retention. Y'all, do y'all realize these big Fortune 500 multi-million-dollar businesses have special departments, customer mm-hmm. retention, mm-hmm. meaning keeping the consistent, keeping the customers that you already have happy, and returning to your business. Yeah. You wonder why your chair's not full, young barbers. <laughs> Because you didn't treat that person the right way, you wonder why. You wonder why the next time they came in in the shop, in the shop they said it's somebody else's chair. Because you didn't take care of your business, y'all. Y'all have to, and 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 I see barbers doing this. First thing you have to do, you have to you have to leave a client, potential, current, or whatever. A representation of your business, a business card, a flyer, a something with your business, which is attractive, which is legible, where people can see it. You have to make people notice you. You have to make people remember you. You have to do things so people know who you are. And, y'all, I... and I see it, and I, I work with a barber right now. I'm not <laughs> going to say his name because Tony, you know him. But I work with a barber right now who has been, who's had his license as long as me, 14, almost 14 years, 15 years, who still, when clients get out of his chair, he doesn't have a business card and say, hey, write my number down. He has his number on the wall, on a piece of paper, where he's drawing it on with a sharpie. Yeah, brown paper bag. Uh, hey, yo, write my number down. Maybe like, like uh, you know, first-time client. So you got you got, uh, give me one of your cards, you know. And they even said, give me one of your cards so I, I can bring my sons back. And you write my number down. And, and he points to the wall. And then, do you know what they do? Right in front of this man, they ask me for my card. Hey, you got a card over there? I I, I, I need something so I, I know where I'm coming, or a way to get in contact with you guys. And I've got I've got customers from him not handling his barber business. What sense does that make? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And I I'll gladly accept them the next time because this is what happens, barbers. Even though people are in your chair. They're watching the other barbers. They're here. They're watching to see how he's conducting himself, how he's moving while he's servicing another client. The 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 conversation that he's having, the language that he's using, his demeanor, his knowledge of barbering. You know, if you know, if you got somebody that's that's got some hair bump, and that barber explains to that client on how. They can prevent those bumps and what they can use and even the source of those bumps. Clients like that. But then they hear yeah. you, like, like like my man Al said, argue, argue, arguing about Floyd Mayweather and, and why he can't read. That has <laughs> nothing to do with that service that you're giving that client right there. Mm-hmm. But that goes, that goes back 
to our character. What are you giving out? And anybody that knows me knows what my motto is, come get your head right. That's right. Come get your head right. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen when you get your father's on. But y'all, and and, and people know I work hard, and I like being around people that work hard. (laughs) I see I, I see you there, Mr. Wills. I got my man, Mr. Wills, listening in. Another hard-working brother. My mo- my man, Tony Lowry, a hard-working brother. You know, the brothers from OSBC that that, that, that are Mr. Shadwick's children are hard-working mm-hmm. brothers for the most part because they right. instilled that in a in barber school. Y'all, it's all about your training. Right. It's about... It's about your character and your training. Those two things together. Because you work hard and then you learn about this game, this trade, this console art, and you put strong work ethics together, you have nothing to do but be successful. Yeah, I see people working hard, crazy hard for somebody else's company, for somebody else's business. Barbers, we see people that come in our chairs sitting greasy, grimy, working 10, 12 hours for somebody else's business. Mm -hmm. And then we have our own businesses. We've stepped out on faith strong enough that we're going to work for ourselves. But then we conduct business lackadaisically. Come on, y'all. How are you going to put more time and effort into somebody else's business than you do to your own? You'll work harder for somebody else than you will for your own self. Because you don't believe in yourself. Preach, brother. Preach. Wow. You don't believe in yourself. Wow. You'll work for somebody else's vision. And that's what you're doing when you're working for somebody else. You're working yep. for their vision. Right. <clears throat> and barbers, understand this. When you work in a barber shop, you do not work for the owner of the barber shop. Okay. Unless you're on commission. But if you're a booth renter, you work for yourself. That shop owner is just providing you somewhere to conduct your business. You have to promote, advertise, build, maintain your own business. You have to get that in your head. The barber next to you, what he cuts, doesn't teach you. You have to work that for yourself. Nobody's going to give you anything. We'll give you a little advice. I'm not going to give you no clients. You've got to earn them. <laughs> now, I'll sit them in your chair. I, I'll sit them in your chair. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to keep them. Okay. It's, up, it's, it's up to you to work hard to keep them. And when I say me, I'm talking about shop owners. We right. can sit people in your chair when they come in, 
Oh, hey, hey, man, can I get in right now? Hey, I got my man over here, right here. Hey, sit down, check him out. And you, at <laughs> Barbers, that's your opportunity. And I've, and I've seen this happen. If I sit one of my clients in a new barber's chair, and he and, and, and he he displays good character to give that person a good cut. I've seen clients where they turn their boy onto the other barber, but they remain my client. Right, right, right. Do you hear what I'm saying? They like yeah. the work. They like the work that that young man did enough that now. They put them onto their boy or their son cuts them. So now I'm cutting that brother, and his son's getting cut by the other barber. Yeah. That's that's called a client being, you know, a client client being loyal to his his barber, but liking the work of another barber. So he puts his family member on y'all. Work. And you know what that does? That makes your shop look good. That's right. That makes this shop look good overall. Because when clients know they can come into a barber shop and all the barbers are gonna be there at no matter what time and they're able to get the same haircut and the same feeling, the same conversation. All for whatever chair they sit in, yo, that's awesome right there. And that's called barbers working together. Work ethic. Teamwork. What type of are you a team player? What type what type what type of what type of team player are you? Because y'all, we're in barbershops with four, five, ten different individuals. Do do you work good with others? That's very important in the barber game. Unless you've got a one man shop, you have to work with somebody. You might be a great barber, but a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might have all the skills in the world, but you're a horrible person. Horrible customer and, service. And, 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 and you wonder why nobody wants to sit in your chair. Yeah. You might be the you might you might have the best hand and the best eye in the shop, but has the, but have the least amount of uh, 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 clients. That's right. Because you're a horrible Back person. I've seen that a thousand yes. times. Yes. Yo, yeah, it, it is so much. It's, it's, it's so little that goes to being successful in the barber game, but there's so much that could go wrong that could just tear you up. It's simple, <laughs> man. <laughs> it is real simple. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment, right here at Barber Zone Radio, man. Check us out. BarbersOnRadio.com, the number is 347-637-3850. We're here talking about work ethics and the lack of it in the barbershop. Y'all, hey, y'all, we, uh, well, we got about 10 minutes left scheduled, but y'all know how we do. We're, we're going to overtime. As long as, as long as we're sitting here having a good conversation, y'all, we'll keep it going. Yo, we got my man Tony Lowry and my man Al Millions on the line, man. I'm appreciating these brothers and, and their comments. I already had Alex Campbell on the line. Yo, work ethics. See, these brothers I got on here, man, is is, is old school brothers. 
know what I mean, seventies, eighties type of guy. You know, when you had to work hard with when when your grandpa got you up early. Right. <laughs> if you wasn't in school, if you wasn't in school, you was getting up early. Yep. <laughs> yep. Was, I mean, doing something. Something productive. I, and see, that's now, how, that, that, that's that's what I understand about these young barbers, how you can be and how you can come in a shop at 10 o'clock on Saturday. I know I already made $100. I already made $100 already. I know I already made $100. That's right. And, you know, my, 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 hey, my, my man Wills is on the line. I, I, I see him on there. He ain't, you know. He don't like to talk too much. I know he listens to him over there giggling, but yo, we at the shop six thirty, seven o'clock. That's right. That's right. Saturdays, come on, man. It's still do outside. Right. But you want to come in at ten, ten thirty? Talking about what's up, y'all? Bruh, we ready for what? a break already? Ready <laughs> go? Already, we ready for a break already? Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. You work for yourself. Nobody's going to give you anything. The early bird catches the worm. Every time. And the worm, and if y'all don't notice, the worms is out early in the morning. Mm-hmm. They're not out at 12 o'clock. The sun's too high, so they're under the ground. The early bird gets the worm. <laughs> hey, y'all, what you reap, what you sow. A man that don't work, a man don't eat. It tells you it tells you that in the Bible. It talks about working. It talks about a hard work, a, a, a hard, honest work. Y'all hear that word? That hard, honest work. Something where you can go. Yes, yes. Yes, sir. You got a minute? I have you a question. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. You talking to me? Yeah, I was. I was Al. just saying. You mentioned. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned. Ahead, you mentioned up. earlier. You go ahead. You who had the question? Go ahead. I I have a question. Tell me. Um, I just wanted to know, man. How can you uh, cultivate that um, work ethic when you get a new barber? Do you have any? Any suggestions? Um, because me and a couple other guys were uh, talking about this one day in the shop, and um, you know Milton, and uh, you know we're trying to figure out where's this new breed of kids coming from. And uh, I can I can allude to it comes from the home. I mean it, it, everything comes from the house. So, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever you learn in the house, like you mentioned, our grandfather, our grandmother, our mom was like, hey, you're going to be doing something. Even yeah. after school, you came home, you had chores. You're going to do something. I know I started off with, you know, my brother had paper routes at seven and eight. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, doing that, that was before I went to school. Before we went to school. So we was up... Four or five o'clock in the morning doing papers before we went to school, but kids don't do Sorry. that nowadays. She told you, and you know what? That's what it is, brother. It's it's structure. 
see, work, 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 work ethic is developed. That's something that's developed. That's yeah. learned. You learn that as you grow up. You, that's how you're raised. That's part of your character. That's part of your morals. And see, what it is, when I was back there saying that, when I was saying your grandfather, your dad, your mother, your grandmother, that's mm-hmm. your family. Right. Us, uh, 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 us individuals that are that grew up in the seventies, that was strong family structure. The structure of the family right now is tore up. It really it is. It is tore up, it, 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 and that affects that affects children who are coming up in in, in a negative way. You don't get all those values. You don't get all those morals. You don't get all that, that that hard work ethic, because a lot of families that dad is not there. If dad is not there, granddad's not there. That that mm-hmm. that, that work and that character is it passed down. That strong work ethic that's passed down from generation to generation. You know that's right, part of right. carrying your family name. That, that, that's part of carrying your family name. Out here on this side of town, when you hear moment, my last name, something uh, something strong comes with that. Yeah, they know the moment family for this. Your family is known for this. The Lowry's are known for this. Strong work yeah. is one of them. If, right. if, 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 if that wasn't given to you as a child, it's hard. It's hard to develop as a grown-up. And see, Tone, a lot of these, a, 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 a lot of these young barbers now are being forced into barbering. Yeah, exactly. Majority of right. us, but but majority of us chose barbering because we loved it. A lot of these mm-hmm. young men right now are being forced and court-ordered and 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 made to become barbers. They're they're becoming barbers as 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 the default. They're mm-hmm. not they're Absolutely. not bar, they're not they're not they're not choosing barbering as a primary. So that means they don't love it. They don't have the heart for it. And and, and when your heart is in it like that, you're not going to give it everything. Can't hustle. You, yeah. Right. And you yeah. work with yeah. you, you work hard. Yeah. You work hard for what you love. Right. For the thing that uh, you love, the thing that you're passionate about. You work hard for it. And see, that's the problem, what now that you mention that, because, you know, a lot of these guys, they love the street. They love that quick money. So what they're right. doing is, is, is painting the barber business because they love that quick money, so they use the that's barber right. business as a form that's of, right. ooh, okay, if I get style, I got this money in my pocket, I can just say, hey, I'm a barber. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? See, but that's what it is, though. Yeah, see Tony, but here it is. They see they see us, who's been in the game ten years plus, who work hard. They see us, our, our, our chairs being full. We drive nice. We have stable homes. They see that, but they don't understand how hard we've worked. Exactly. They just see the exactly. final result, and they know about hustling. But they don't understand how hard we work. They see a lot of They don't understand the word you said earlier about the grind, 
and and I'm on my grind. And and one it's one thing to be in a shop that's already busy because barbers have already laid the foundation. And so you got mm, people, exactly. you, you got walking, you got walk-ins in there like crazy. And so because he hit maybe six or seven walk-ins that morning, he on his grind. No, you're not on your grind. You're just getting what's already there. You get <laughs> what's already in there. You, you're not on the grind. Your grind is when you can go out there, you can bring customers in, and customers are coming in to see you. That's a mm, grind. Exactly. When you when you when you plant the seed, and now the harvest is coming up. That's a grind. But you, anybody can come pick some pick somebody else's fruit. You can you can come pick somebody else's apples. You know, exactly. it's easy. But grow your own apple tree, and that's what these guys don't understand. They don't understand how to do that, and and they come into the shop expecting somebody to give them something. They expect, but see, they sitting there. I mean, they're gonna starve if they don't listen. To, they don't listen to what I have to say, because they're gonna watch me, and they'll starve to death. That's just how. That's just <laughs> mm-hmm. how it go. Because you gotta tell, you got you gotta show them. Let them be late with the rent. Let them be late a couple of times with the rent and about to leave the shop because they can't pay their rent. They either listen or they'll get to moving. You know, you have to. You know, a lot of these young guys, they they got this, they got this attitude. They can just come in and just, you know, you know, you gonna get what you gonna you gonna give me one old time. Give you one. I'm gonna give you one all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. But I can't give you nothing. I'm gonna give you some advice, you know, because it's this yeah. whole. They they come in and sit next to you, and then they start playing video games. Oh, we really? We gonna do that? We gonna play video games this morning? You, you like you think you gonna you gonna cut hair playing video games? Oh no, that's not how that's not how it's gonna go. See, oh, and so that's that's the mindset. That's the mindset, man. And, you know, and they don't. And, and then the minute they get four or five customers back to back, they're on their grind, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You and you just got oh, what somebody man. couldn't get. Exactly. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You got some scraps, and now you're gonna. And now the video game's on pause. Now you go back to the game. There you go. <laughs> but if but if, if you and and now here's one thing, and Zay. I see you, bro. I'm gonna get to you here in one second. Um, and out when when I had the shop, man, and and had the barbers in there, and we was passing out flyers. This is something that I did to let barbers know how hard they to to show barbers how hard they work and the results of their work. Right. When we did the right. flyers, we had one standard flyer. But what we did for each barber, they got their own color paper. Right, right. So we have five mm-hmm. barbers. We had five different color papers, the yellow, mm-hmm. the blue, the green, the purple, you know, and the orange or whatever, the hot pink or whatever. So right. when clients came in the door with that flyer, you'd know what barber passed that out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a way of showing the results of your flyers because if everybody passes out white flyers, and you stood and, there and at Walmart or at, or at the gas station, and you talked to that person, you built that relationship with that person. Now you walk. Now they walk in at the shop because they really right. might not remember you. It was a brief meeting. They may not remember your name, but they have that right. flyer, so they come to the shop, and now right. they have no idea who it is. You might have stepped out to lunch. Mm-hmm. But if but if they had that, if they have that orange flyer, I know for such and such. All right, he'll be right back. If he's not here, he'll be right back. And then that's a way of showing, and that's a way of showing 
where your advertising is effective. So right. if, if if you pass it out at Speedway and he passes it out at Walmart and he passes it out at Kroger's and you always come back and you got it at Speedway, you know that was effective. Mm. So, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just different ways, but it's all working. Y'all, barbers, if you're sitting in the shop all day playing NBA 2000 or whatever, 2014, or I don't even got it, so I don't even know what the name is. That time right there, that's called being counterproductive. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Now, don't get it twisted. I play video games. I'll sit there and play Madden or whatever, but I, that's because I've always already done my work. Yeah. I'm waiting. Because... I'm waiting for clients to get there. I'm not sitting there. I'm not playing a video game because I don't have clients. I'm sitting right. there because I'm passing the time while my clients is coming. Right, right. Y'all, it's a, it, y'all, it's a difference. But then at the end of the day, you're talking about, I don't have no money, man. I ain't make no money. What, what did you yeah. do to make money? Yeah. What mm-hmm. seed did you plant? What seed did you plant so you can eat later on that day? I don't know who get paid for who get paid for waiting. I don't know who get paid for waiting. <laughs> I don't get paid for waiting. Right. Hey y'all, hey y'all, hold hey, on, man. Hey y'all, hey, we we right here in the barber zone. You with your man Chavez right here, Ball Talk, Ball Talk Radio, man. You on Barber Zone Radio, man. We talking about work ethics in the barber shop. Hey, got my man right here. We got Zay coming, man. Eight six four two seven nine. Welcome to the show, good brother. <laughs> Yo, what's up, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, brother? Man, hey, I, I I appreciate you, man. I I know we got baseball on and we got Monday night football and all of that, so I appreciate you stopping in, bro. Hey man, tap into this topic a little bit about the work ethics and the lack of it, and, and, and how it affects your business in the barbershop. Let's 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 do some of that. What the, you know, it's um, make sure you have to have a desire for it. You know, people that get in the game, you know, think it's uh, like I said, it's just a hustle. But for us, it's a profession, and we have to be treated as a profession. You know, you have to be there on time. And the guys that, you know, don't have a desire for it, they're not going to be there on time. I mean, you can tell the ones that have the desire for it, that uh, be there on time. The one that don't have a desire for it, they come in when they want to. I mean, they don't care anything about the customer. All they do is just, you know, just want to get the money and just leave. And that's basically, you know, where it is. And um, for us professionals, we got to keep doing what we're doing and let the ones that don't care, we just, hey, we just take their customers all they to you know, the customer, they touch them, they're going to get tired of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting yeah. there waiting, and then you come in at 10, 11, and come on, then you going to come in to eat. And then, I mean, God, I mean, that's, it's difficult, man. So, I mean, I had worked with barbers, man, I mean, come in at 10 o'clock, and soon they got that, you know, the client's been there for two hours waiting for them, and when they come in to the shop, here they got to sit there and wait another 30 minutes, for, you know, so for the barber to eat. I mean, come on! I mean, that's a lot of things on calls for. Like I say, go back to work ethics. You gotta, you gotta have that fire for it. You gotta be in your heart, desire. If it's not there, then you not, you know, it's not barber. You shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be a barber. Period. That's why I put it. Right. If you don't got the desire, you don't got the fire. Hey, boy, say go work for somebody else. Go, hey, go 
work for the limited and, and work on the production line doing Victoria's Secret stuff for Christmas time or something. Up in hey, the warehouse. You got that right. See if you can go up to my left and go at 10 o'clock. Hey, yo, and barbers, we got to have some structure about your life, man, because we have too much freedom. Too much freedom. So you have to develop some structure. And that's part of your work ethics also. Your structure. Some, some discipline. Yeah. Come on, man. You 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 have to you have to have to uh, look at it like this. If you're gonna run your business, you know, guys. Some of the guys say, "Well, how come you always got so much time to do what you need to do?" Because I I organize my business and I have my clients understand that in order for them to get the kind of service they want, they need to make their appointments and keep their appointments. So if if I have a three o'clock, then they must be on time, and I must be there. But in the meantime, at two forty-five, I still have time to go to the bank. I have time to take care of some errands. I got time to do what I got to do. My day is organized, and 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 that's the thing. These guys are not organized, but we have to instill instill that to them. You know, you don't have to be an all appointment barber, but le- at least know what your day is going to look like. And if you're smart. Yeah. If, if you're smart, you organize your day so you can go and have lunch with your wife, or go and have lunch, or go go to the movie, or go to the uh, bar, uh, to the bank, or take care of your business. But if you don't do that, then now you're a slave to the chair. You can't go to the bathroom because you're afraid somebody's gonna come to the door and you're gonna miss a cut. You see, and that's because that's because you haven't organized your business. I had a guy; he was afraid to go to the store because he, he's afraid he's gonna miss somebody. I said you, you're gonna miss your customer because you haven't you, you haven't made him your customer. You haven't made him your client. Yeah. You just got people to cut. See, exactly. and if you've wow. made him your client, hey, 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 hold on, bro, hold on, stop it. Say that again, <laughs> man. Say that again. You just got they not your client. Yeah. They just somebody you cut. Just somebody you cut. <laughs> and if you if you a minute if you a minute late. If you're a minute late, he's somebody you used to cut. Because he's going to be somebody else's shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. client, and you're somebody you cut. And if you're a minute late, he's somebody you used to cut. And let the church say amen. We gonna pass the plate on that one. I love that. I love that. Oh man, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Hey, hey, oh man, I love that one. Hey, 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 as hey, as the as the church takes a break, we gonna break. We gonna break. Uh, uh, Minister uh, Christopher Burke on the line. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the Barber Zone, man. We have a church service here. If you, do you have any good prayer boards, good brother? Hey, man, we have a church town. That's a good Hey, that's that's a good intro, man. That's a good intro. Um, I tell you, there's a um, as far as this work ethic thing, there was a scripture that I thought of when you first sent that to me. It says. Whatever you do, do heartily as 
you do it unto the Lord. And I think if nothing else has driven me through this, through the second phase of my of my career, it's been that. Um, and you know that's how I approach it, man. Um, you know we always talk about God's gifts. God then gave us this gift, and we work in our hands with it and all this other stuff. But when we slack on it, we're, dis- we're giving a disservice to the gift giver. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're all here for a purpose. We all here, uh, you know, doing his thing. We always say we're doing our thing. We're always doing his thing. And I think that, you know, um, it serves us well as as owners in this business when we bring in people that we can groom them into what we expect, give them the tools, you know, build them up, um, and shape them into what they what they actually can be. Help them reach their potential. Too many times we say, "Well, you know, you you're a you're a booth runner, you're an independent contractor. This is you know this is on your shoulders. This is that." And and really, you know, if if, if we're not making something out of these guys after we've gone through and taken all the bumps and the bruises and paved away, if we're not shaping and molding them, we're just taking their money, man. You know, we're doing oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. a disservice. We're doing the industry a disservice because for the past what twenty years of that type of mindset, look where we are. Look who we're complaining about. We're complaining about the guy that don't know no better, while we're still sitting here saying that you know that you're on your own. You know, we're relying on schools yeah. to do it. You know, really. Yeah. Um, oh no! Hey, no, Chris. Hey, Chris. It's not the guy that it's not the guy that doesn't know any better. We talking about the people that know better, but they not doing better. Yeah, oh, that's what yeah. we talking that's about. That's, yeah, that's, the that's people that know I mean, better, but they not they but they refuse to do better. That's right. right. That's yeah, right. and and there's there's that group too. There's that group too. I don't know why we hire any of them or even bring any of them in, into it. You know, we we open up the shop and we put our name on it. It's our reputation on the line. You know, yeah. if somebody's a hundred hundred twenty five dollars. It ain't really worth it. You know, to to shame my name. You know, and that's what goes back to that scripture. 